This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 911 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have good neighbor Paula Bonifant. She's with Edge Home Finance. Paula, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing terrific. And uh, yeah, as we discussed off mic, it's Thursday. And <laughs> the weekend is not far away. And we're having so much fun on a Thursday and a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday that we'll probably end up working this weekend. But hey, you know, that's us. Um, <laughs> so let's get into what you're doing and uh, Edge Home Finance. Fill us in. Okay. Yeah, sure. So Edge Home Finance is a mortgage brokerage and it's based in Minnesota. I am based in Fort Myers, Florida. I cover, I'm licensed in Florida, Virginia, Georgia, and North Carolina. Um, I work with all sorts of programs, your conventional FHA, USDA, um, VA, and then also non-QM. So um, investment loans and asset base and bank statements and all sorts of things. Actually, I have 125 lending partners. I've been in the business 12 years. So quite a bit going on. A lot going on there. How do you keep track of all those lending partners? That's awesome. <laughs> I do. I manage. <laughs> you yeah, know. yeah. So what was your journey like, Paula? How did you get into this? Yeah. So I was in corporate America and I decided that I really wanted a position that was going to allow me to work from anywhere and to make my own hours, I just really wanted more control of my life and my work. And so my mother was a real estate agent in Connecticut. She was the top producer there for years. So I grew up around real estate. And at one point I got my real estate license, but I never activated it. I wasn't completely sure. I just wanted to follow in her shoes. Yeah. So I was out one day with her and my aunt and my aunt said, oh, why don't you be a loan officer? And I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> and so I asked her a bunch of questions and thought, you know, that I would just give it a try. So I went out and got tested and that's where it started. Wow. Good for you. And you just knew it was the right fit when you started, right? No. <laughs> no it was very you know it was it was challenging it was for me i had an art background and all of a sudden i switched to finance and so wow. completely different yeah. um but but i it's taken some time but i like it now <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's great well a lot going on in the real estate world certainly mortgage interest interest rates and all that and i'm sure there's a lot of questions you get asked and probably a lot of misinformation out there. So I'm going to ask you what comes to mind, you know, probably one of your top questions that you get and that probably um, can help those who maybe are under the guise of, well, there's certain misconceptions or myths out there in the mortgage world. What do you hear that you can speak to? There's quite a few. Um, I would yeah. say the biggest one is that you need 20% down to buy a home. So there's right now the first time home buyers make up a great percentage of who's purchasing homes and they a lot of them will not apply because they just don't have 20% down right. and right. 
it's a struggle for them. And they don't realize that all they really need is either 3% down or 3.5 is as low as we can go. And then there's also down payment assistance programs that will cover the down payment. So, yeah, I would say that's the biggest thing is just Mm. that a lot of clients, just a lot of home buyers just don't think it's in their future because, you know, right now the economy is so tough as it is and to come up with 20% is so hard. So, yeah. I would say that's one of the biggest things. Yeah, yeah, that that's a, that's a good one. And something that uh, I always assume was the case, and and you know you hear the no money down stuff, but that always required uh, the you know someone else contributing. Uh, so you know that's a challenge there as well. And then I guess the mortgage company doesn't so much like that, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't get into that. Um, how about? Outside of uh, what you're doing there and in the business, what are you doing for fun? Oh, so <laughs> I, I do a lot. Um, one of the things I love doing is I, I made a, a kind of a deal with myself a few years back that I would try to go out and do something really remarkable. Um, just see different things that I wouldn't see if I stayed home on my weekends and watch TV or something like that. (laughs) So I made a deal with myself and I go out and I've seen just some amazing, beautiful places that I would have never seen if I just didn't get in my car and drive somewhere. Mm. And so Mm. on a weekend I can, and I'm known for this, like I can drive an hour and just find a cool spot or I could drive 12 hours on a weekend and just go and I'll find myself out in Virginia somewhere on a oh mountain. My and, and I always post it to social media and I've gotten quite a following from it. And, you know, I actually have people who contact me now and say, where's a really great place we can go? We're headed this way. And so I'll, you know, I'll just tell them where I've been or I'll ask them some yeah. questions on, you know, what they like and just send them there. Um, so that's one thing. And then the other thing I do, which is really unique, which a lot of, you know, if people know me, they know this, but if you don't know me, you'd never guess it is I make marbles. So I, yeah, I make glass marbles and that's another place where, so I travel around the United States and take classes for glass making. So I can take classes with, um, glass artists that are pretty well known and just learn different things from them. So how cool is that? Wow. That's a lot of fun. It really is. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Didn't see that coming. That's great. (laughs) Um, So if for our listeners, if anyone out there has lost their marbles, you can help replace them. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, I will try. (laughs) (laughs) It all depends on how you define lost your marbles, right? Um, (laughs) That's awesome. So how about when it comes to a life challenge or hardship, Paula, what comes to mind a period of time that you were challenged, you got through it. Now, looking back, you can say, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. I've had a ton of challenges. I really Mm. have. I've had a tremendous amount of personal challenges. But, you know, as far as work challenges, I would say that one of the biggest challenges I had was just breaking into the mortgage industry. Because when I started, I started in 2011, and it wasn't long after the housing crisis. Mm. And during the housing crisis, everything had changed right after it. All the regulation changed, the mortgage education, the licensing changed, everything changed. And at the time I got in, so many people had left the business, and there was just nobody to teach me. And Mm. so 
I, you know, I randomly chose this profession. I got into it and then I didn't have anybody to teach me and show me what I needed to do. So for about a year, I think I was just hoping and praying I would get a transaction. And then when I finally landed with a company, I found that a lot of my branch managers were producing as well. And so it was, it was a challenge. It really was. Um, yeah. So I required a lot of faith, right? A lot of faith in yourself that, uh, you'll figure it out. A lot of faith, but it was also, I've been so lucky to work for some of the greatest loan officers out there. And and I just, I really got lucky in that sense that once I broke through that, I ended up working at a company where I had to call a hundred clients a day, um, a hundred leads and they would track our calls and they would, um, it was like a contest every day. We would have to see who could, you know, make the most calls. And since it was um, announced throughout the company, I never wanted to be lower than the top 10. <laughs> you know, I'm just competitive like that by nature. So just talking to that many clients yeah. taught me so much about the different scenarios and what clients needs are and things like that. And everybody's different in this business. And yeah. so from there, then I was picked up by some top loan officers who led me from that point. And yeah. actually I was, you know, I've, I've seen some success after that, which was really yeah. nice. Good for you. Good for you. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about you and edge home finance? What would that be? Um, I would say, so edge home finance is a mortgage brokerage and there's mortgage brokers and there's mortgage lenders. And a lot of, Clients, home buyers don't realize, they don't understand the difference between a broker and a lender. And the loan officers for both companies are great. You know, we all try to, you know, keep up with the guidelines and things like that. The difference with a brokerage is, like I said, I have 125 Mm. lending partners I can work with. But if you go to a retail lender, they have their programs. So they don't have as many options as brokers do. So... That's a, that's one thing I would say the difference is doesn't make me better than the next person. It just gives I have more options to show. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, for our listeners who are looking for more options, uh, you know, maybe they're looking for that first home or refinancing. What's the uh, best way for them to get a hold of you, Paula? I can be reached by phone. My direct line is 239-689-1331. And then also online is paulashomeloans.com. Love it. Love it. Well, Paula, appreciate you being on the show and we wish you the absolute best going forward there. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239-224-4105.